Our subject today is about being born again and a woman in travail. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 7 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. What does it mean to be born again? Is it talking about Israel only, or is there a sense in which we, who are not Israel, can be in need to be born again too? It, of course, depends on the context and to whom the writer is writing to and what they're writing about. Here in John chapter 3, the Apostle John is, in fact, writing to the nation of Israel, not Gentiles. John is reporting what Jesus says to Nicodemus, and the response that Jesus gives him is in connection with the earthly kingdom program. There, or, you know, Israel's need to be born of water is connected to John's baptism for the remission of sins that that being john the baptist not not the apostle john as it says in mark 1 4 they need to be born again or this time to be born of the spirit is in connection to the new covenant where christ will baptize them with the spirit and put the law in their hearts this passage also says that that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit while this passage is talking about Israel needing to be born again, the Apostle Paul, in writing to the Gentiles, also makes several statements about the difference between the flesh and the spirit. For example, Galatians 4.29 says, But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. While Paul doesn't ever use the phrase born again, he does still speak about being born. Another, as we just saw, another thing is that Paul doesn't speak of being born of water, but only of the flesh and spirit. Ephesians 5.1 tells us to be followers of God as dear children. And Ephesians 2.19 says that we are, the, are of the household of God. So God sees us, his saints, as part of his family or his household. We are his children. We are born into the family of God. We are born after the Spirit. We do walk after the Spirit, Romans 8.1. The purpose of this is to just show that both the similarities and differences between what John and Paul wrote. And and we can look at this in two different ways, uh, in, in no particular order, but uh, first we'll look at it in a redemptive or spiritual way. And secondly, we'll look at dispensationally. However, we've already started to do that in John chapter 3. First, redemptively, every person is of the race of Adam. We are all human beings. We are all uh, of the human race. Romans 5.12 tells us that as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. And since the fall of man, every person, that is, excluding Christ, of course, uh, but every other person born into this world is born as a sinner. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 
in most of the world are Gentiles, which means we were never God's chosen people. Gentiles, or the uncircumcision, were without God in Christ, and were strangers of the covenants of promise, according to Ephesians 2, verse 11 and 12. Even though God didn't make a covenant with us, we still are guilty of breaking his law. Romans 1.14 says that, you know, we who are Gentiles by nature, still by, who didn't have the law, still by nature do the things in the law. And therefore Romans 3 concludes us guilty alongside the Jews. Therefore we have need to be saved or born again as well. Not into Adam again but this time into Christ. Romans 5.15 says, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God in the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. When we, when, when we are in Christ, we are dead to sin, but alive unto God. Romans 6.11 we now are chosen to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, Second Thessalonians 2.13. We are saved or born again as a new creature or as one new man, not as Israel, that is, not as a nation, but as one new man. Christ made in himself one new man, that is, the body of Christ, Ephesians 2.15. After we believe, we are joined to Christ, to his own body. And everyone, therefore, he, they do have a need to get out of Adam and into Christ. Dispensationally, however, it is true that only Israel will be born again. While Jews are of the human race, the race of Adam, they are also of the race of Abraham. God called out one man from among the nations to form a new nation to be a light unto the world. They have sinned against God too, but at least they were God's people before. Exodus 4.22 says, And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. They had been born as a nation before, when God brought them out of the land of Egypt and gave them the law. He called them his firstborn. God made a covenant with them. Israel had the oracles of God and the covenants of promise. Romans 3, 2 and in chapter 9, verse 4. Uh, they were God's people, but they broke his covenant. God considers them now uh, uh, not his people. God has conclu concluded them in unbelief, Romans eleven thirty two. Therefore, they need to be born again. They need to be born again as a nation, but this time under a new covenant. You know, one that they won't have to worry about breaking because they will have the Spirit in them to cause them to walk after His statutes and His commandments. And God will be their God and they will be His people once again. But first, they have to go through the tribulation. They have to go through that day of wrath, just as travail comes upon a woman in labor. Then, in the end, a nation will be born in a day or at once. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Isaiah 13, verse 8 and 9 says, Pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them. They shall be in pain as a woman that travaileth. 
Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger. According to prophecy, the nation of Israel has to still accept of the punishment of their iniquity, as Leviticus 26.41 says. They have to go through the tribulation. That time is described for us in Scripture as a as a woman in travail or woman in labor. In verse 9 of Isaiah 13, it is called the day of the Lord. Jeremiah 6.2, it says that Israel is likened to a delicate woman. Then the rest of the chapter is about God preparing Israel for war. Jeremiah 30, verse 6 and 7, describes time as the time of Jacob's trouble. At the end of the tribulation period, their sorrow will be turned to joy, according to John 16, verse 20 and 21. In a day will a nation be born. All Israel will be saved and born again. They will be God's people once again. The good news for us is that we are not appointed unto wrath, according to 1 Thessalonians 5.9. The last reference of the woman in travail is 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 3. It says that it will come upon those that say peace and safety, but we are the children of light, not of darkness. We are chosen to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, 2 Thessalonians 2.13. In other words, because we believed the truth of the gospel, we were then sanctified or set apart of the Spirit, and therefore we are chosen to salvation. When we believe today, we become crucified and buried with him, and since he rose again the third day, we also are raised with him and seated with him at the right hand of God. We obtain our salvation the moment we believe. Israel, on the other hand, will be saved at the end of the tribulation. In summary, the phrase born again can be used of Israel and the body of Christ. However, there is a difference. You know, they, they used in it, used differently in, in either case. Uh, dispensationally, only Israel will be born again, according to prophecy. They were God's chosen nation before, and they will be his people once again. Redemptively or spiritually, those who believe that Christ died on the cross for their sins, was buried and rose again the third day, will be born again into Christ. Ultimately, it is Christ who is God's firstborn. Colossians calls him the firstborn of every creature, firstborn from the dead. He's also the firstborn from among many brethren. We are crucified, buried, and risen with Christ, with Christ Jesus our Lord. We are joined to his body, so we are the firstborn today because he is. We are a, a part of him, a part of his body. If you haven't believed yet, do so now. Believe that Jesus Christ our Lord died for your sins, was buried, and, and has risen again the third day for your justification. Believe and you will be saved. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 and 4, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Thank you for listening.